Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. All right. All right. All right. Settle down. Settle down, audience. We are Whiskey and Wonder. I'm Tyler. I'm Megan. And we are here. For the second time. Yes. We had to restart. I completely, completely screwed up like three things in the first two minutes. It was just a disaster. So so hi again. It is. Hello. Welcome to Whiskey and Wonder. I'm not doing much better this time either, <laughs> where uh, we sample whiskeys and whatnot. I, uh, this is our first week back from a weird kind of break thing that we had to do. Um, it is my fault, and it's because of the Wonder segment this week and the research I was doing. I had to just, life got really hard for a minute. Um, I'm going to talk more about why that happened when I actually get to the wonder segment today um, and what it all means, but I'm sorry we didn't have an episode for you guys last week. It was my fault. Sometimes just life is hard. Life happens. It's happened to me. It's happened to you. Things happen. Sometimes yep. we just can't. Uh, you know, sometimes we just don't have the time to do this, unfortunately. So when that, hopefully one day we will have a, eh. a ton more time. Yeah. Yeah, that is, this all, um, it wasn't a matter. I'll explain to you guys. Sure. It wasn't a matter of time. It was a matter of mental, understand. Off, awful stuff. So we'll if, get into it. If you're on YouTube, you can check us out. Uh, you can see all our social media contact stuff there. We are on YouTube, Whiskey and Wonder. Um, if you're listening, you can see all our social media stuff in the show notes. Instagram, we are at Whiskey Podcast. Uh, you can email us at contact at whiskeyandwonder.com. Everything else, I'm going to leave it on the screen or in the show notes. Please, for the love of God, contact us. Please. All right. Let's move on to some announcements. Um, start with mine. Hopefully next week I will have a very good topic and a very uh well-researched topic because I am having surgery in the morning. Um, I'm getting a deviated septum fix, so it's nothing major. Hopefully it's in and out in a few hours. But I'll be off for a couple days of work, and it is my week to research, so hopefully I can utilize that time really well. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good week. And you're going to be just fine with surgery and everything is going to go great. Oh, yeah. I'm not worried about it. Awesome. Easy stuff. Yes. Um, as far as bonus content goes, we are still working on it. As we just mentioned, time is short. Yes. Occasionally. So that's kind of the barrier of that issue right now. Yes, for sure. And as for t-shirts, we are uh, getting t-shirts up and running. As soon as they are live, they will be. we will make an announcement on our Instagram, on our Facebook, on our Twitter, all of our socials. Uh, you guys will know on there as soon as those links go live. So keep an eye out, follow us, and we will let you know when it happens. All right. Well, I guess uh, before we do that, actually, Whoop. let's. Uh, I want to thank everybody for the donations and the support and whatnot. Yes. Please, uh, subscribe, like. If, if you enjoy us, subscribe. Give us a five-star review. That helps uh, helps goes a long way in a lot as far as attracting advertisers and whatnot to help keep doing this. So, and on that note, opening the bottle. 
This week, we are sampling a relatively unknown uh, whiskey, it seems like. This is a small distillery uh, out of North Carolina, actually. It's called South Mountain Distilling Company. They actually tend to make moonshine, um, and they have kind of wandered into the path of whiskey. We are going to be sampling Sinister Whiskey. Uh, I chose Sinister Whiskey because of what my wonder segment is about. So that's going to uh, give you a little bit of a clue into the craziness that I'm going to talk to you guys about here in a few minutes. Um, like I said, uh, this is a small company, uh, South Mountain Distilling Company. All this information I'm getting from their website. The South Mountains are a mountain range in western North Carolina. They're an isolated isolated remnant of the much larger Appalachian Mountains to the west and are separated from the Appalachians by the Catawba River Valley. The South Mountains of North Carolina have been our family's home since the mid-1700s. In 1828, gold was discovered in the South Mountains of North Carolina, and this was part of the first gold rush in the United States. With the finding of gold and a lot of hard labor to get the gold, my ancestors found a better and easier way to get some of that gold, and this came in the form of making whiskey, fruit, brandies, and moonshine. Ever since the days of the gold rush, our family has been keeping this heritage alive. You might have noticed me kind of stumble through that um, because there was some grammatical errors on uh, the company's website. <laughs> so, oh boy, I that was a little hard to read. So, South Mountain Distilling, um, let's proofread that a little bit. Love you guys. Hopefully, um, Any, anybody yeah. in the area that we are South Mountain, if you're not familiar, we're in North Carolina. It's about I don't know an hour and a half drive from where we are sitting currently. Uh, I've actually hiked in backpacked at South Mountain State Park up that mm -hmm. way. It's between Hickory and uh, Morganton. Interesting. I've been, while Megan's been reading all that, um, I have been smelling this wine. And, uh, wine. Golly. <laughs> oh, smelling my God. this whiskey. And I, to be honest with everybody, I'm not really supposed to be drinking. Um, I'm having surgery at 6.15 in the morning, and it's, it's, it's almost 9 o'clock at night. I, I'm not supposed to have anything after midnight, though, so I'm going to let a little just so I can taste. But anyway, I'm getting a very, I can tell this is close to moonshine. It's very related to, I, I'm not surprised to hear you say these people make moonshine. Um, it's very burn your nose hairs. It's not overly, not the way I would expect. Oh, it but is it, for me. Like It I'm, has mm. that moonshine, just straight white lightning. Yeah. Smell to it. Yes. Uh, 100%. With an addition of sweet, something sweet. I would say it's a combination of vanilla, nougat, and a hint of peanut butter. Shades of screwball, honestly. <laughs> uh, that That's what I'm smelling. Okay. It's white lightning with sweet and a touch of peanut butter. Okay. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Definitely. Um, white lightning is a, I just get hit with it. Uh, fun note. First time I ever drank moonshine was actually last night, uh, during our, uh, D and D campaign. So that was an experience. What was the occasion? Uh, 
it was a sample at the uh, alcohol store, and it was berry flavored, and I was like, oh, "That sounds good." You you haven't you got you got the legal moonshine. You ain't got the good shit. Oh, oh, you mean like, no? I don't even know where to find that shit. Oh, well, damn! I could have. Oh, I don't oh. have any at the moment, but I have had some previously. Um, I mean, allegedly, I've had some previously. <laughs> <laughs> um for all our police friends that are listening um it's it's worth trying uh i would i would recommend try a flavored one and try a non-flavored one so that you, sounds terrifying it's not that bad it it really doesn't taste that bad so i i'm still smelling definitely white lightning bam alcohol smell i'm getting um I'm going to say the sweetness I'm getting is buttered toffee. I'm getting a very, very buttery, creamy smell. I would agree. I, I just said nougat because that's just what came to mind. Just something in that range. Yeah. It's very I'm, buttery. It reminds me of like almost like what I would get inside a candy bar. Yeah. 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 Very buttery. Whipped nougat. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um, I do... S- Kind of smell a hint of peanuts or peanut butter, like you're saying. Um, and this is going to sound so weird. Popcorn. I, I, yeah, I can. I really? Can, it, yeah, I can okay. pick that out. Like buttered popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. You're, okay. You're right. All right. Um, it doesn't taste at all like buttered popcorn. I can tell you that. Um, Did you taste it already? Yes, I have. All right. What do you. Well, before anyone who's listened to us knows we have like a. Uh, a typical way we do this. Um, the reason we are not telling you what we are supposed to be smelling and what we are supposed to be tasting. Can't find it. <laughs> it doesn't, there is, we are the first to, to review this whiskey ever um, from what I could find. So go us. Yep. We're number one. We're number one. So uh, you are supposed to be smelling what we're saying. The end. Yes. And if you want to go out and get, Sinister Whiskey from South Mountain Distilling Company. And you want to tell us what you smell, send us an email. All that contact is on the screen and in the show notes. Um, so my taste, uh, it, this is really, really, really hard to describe. Um, I Normally, I tend to break things down into the front, what I get immediately, the middle, what I get right before I swallow and then when I swallow. And the overarching, uh, there's there's nothing on the front. There's a flavor on the middle that I can't pinpoint, and then it quickly fades into extreme spice. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I can't pinpoint what the middle flavor is without taking um, more drinks. So Definitely the smell... The smell smells better than the taste because the taste isn't really. I would say the middle taste is leathery, kind of woody. Uh, that that's it, it's an earthy flavor. It's nothing like what it smells like, which is interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of like a grainy type taste, I guess. Yeah, I, I would say grainy, oaky, and leather. Yeah, make up that midsection. Yeah. I'm not tasting any sweetness. None at all. No fruit. Um, 
and, and I, a lot of spice. A lot of spice, like a lot of spice. Like it, it's for me. It's not the first sip was overpowering, but after that, it's not been alarming. It's been it, it's manageable. I'm not required to change. It's it's smooth. I don't want y'all That's, to yes. take, I don't want you to take this as something I'm having to chase. I'm not having to chase. It's going down smooth, but it's just an interesting compared to what it smelt like. It's, yeah, it's an interesting taste for um, sure. It, for it's sure. not the worst burn we've ever had. No, no, but, definitely not. Uh, it just is not when you smell it versus when you taste it. It it smells like it should taste different, and it tastes like it should smell different. Yes. So. It was a little weird to take that first initial sip. It kind of smacks you in the face. Yes, and that's probably the moonshine. I, I don't want to say this has moonshine in it, but they're all, a company that all whiskey starts as moonshine. So yeah, yes, they are a company that specializes in moonshine. So I'm not surprised with what this is. It's yeah. very light in color too. Uh, I don't know if you saw me hold it up to the camera earlier, but it is, it a is. very very light which suggests to me also the fact uh, that suggests to me, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get off on that tangent just yet, that it's not barrel aged for a certain amount of time, which also in the bottle, it says American corn whiskey. Note, it does not say bourbon. And anyone who has listened to the episode on all about whiskey uh, knows that there are strict requirements to be labeled a bourbon. And I believe Aging is one of those that has it to is. be aged for a certain amount of time. And so this obviously has not been. Or it doesn't meet some other quality. But since yeah. it's made in North Carolina, it's obviously made in America. So it's not that that quality. Yeah. Um, hmm. Normally, this would be the moment where we tell you what you're supposed to taste. But again, can't find it. Yep. Who knows? Um. So I'll take this opportunity to say, I think just because of what Megan said earlier about her topic, combined with the fact that we don't have many announcements and we don't have any any <laughs> notes for the whiskey to look up, this is going to be a relatively short episode. Most likely, um, yes. So, so I just want to prepare you guys for that. I apologize for that. I am not used to doing short episodes myself, but... That's my speciality. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a Tyler thing. <laughs> uh that is one hundred percent. But all right, I think it is time that we just jump right in. Okay. It's time for the wonder segment. Okay, guys. So it took me a few weeks to research this. Um because I hit a really, really low mental point uh, last week when I initially started this research, uh, and this is an incredibly, incredibly dark topic, Um, and I was in such a not good place mentally that I had to put my research aside and not come back until I was in a bit better place. So, warning you now, this is not going to be a fun topic. There's nothing exciting or happy about what I'm about to tell you guys about at all. So I'm intrigued, but now I'm questioning, do I want to sit here through this? <laughs> <laughs> it won't be a whole lot because it, it was hard to get what I got down. Um, okay. And scientists are, well, we'll get into it. All right. 
I am going to learn you today about Munchausen syndrome by proxy. <laughs> yeah, sure. That sounds delicious. <laughs> delicious. Oh my goodness. Munchausen. Um, first of all, we are not medical doctors. Do not use this podcast as a way to diagnose this disorder. If you suspect someone you know of abuse, please contact your local authorities. That being said, this is a sensitive topic because it involves often severe physical and mental abuse. Take care of yourself and discretion is advised. Munchausen syndrome by proxy or MSBP, is also known as factitious disorder imposed on another, FDIA. FDIA is now considered to be the proper, like, scientific term for what this is supposed to be called, um, but no one is referring to it as that. It is still Munchausen syndrome by proxy. So I'm going to refer to it pretty much the rest of this po podcast as... Um, MSBP, just because that is what it is known as. This is a mental condition or a disorder in which a caregiver makes up or causes an illness or injury to a person in his or her care. This could be a child, an elderly adult, or a person with a disability. I've heard of this, but not like the actual name. I've heard of like caregivers for like elderly like abusing them yep whatnot i just didn't know it had a name yes uh this is this is an extreme level of abuse well we'll get into it vulnerable people are the victims and thus msbp is a form of child or elder abuse an, ex an important distinction that I need to make because a lot of places where I was reading like to kind of flip-flop back and forth. This is the caregiver that has the mental disorder, not the person who is getting abused. Uh, the victim is just abused. They don't have any control over the situation at all. As I was doing research, I saw a lot of people talking about the victims by saying they had Munchausen syndrome by proxy, but that is not the case. Their caregivers have Munchausen's syndrome by proxy. These are just innocent victims that had no control over what was going on. So I first learned about this um, and I first was interested in it because of a movie, The Sixth Sense. Tyler? Nope. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> The Sixth Sense is one of the greatest movies ever made, uh, and it has probably the best twist I've ever seen in a movie. I'm not going to give away the twist or anything like that, but in this movie, there's a little boy who sees ghosts. I see dead people. I, yeah, I know that line. I just yep. want to interject real quick for the anybody that hasn't listened before. That exchange that just happened, if you haven't listened, I don't watch movies for the most part. No. I've never seen, I've seen very few movies apparently in my life, so. Tyler's never seen anything. I have seen like 
20, 25, maybe. I've seen a lot more than that, but most of them suck. Oh, my god! Remember when I was a kid. Um, so this boy, he sees ghosts and he find out, finds out with the help of his therapist that the ghosts are basically appearing and showing themselves to him because they need his help to move on. And so throughout a lot of the movie, it's him helping ghosts cross into the end of the light. Yes. Sorry, I just felt like that was appropriate. <laughs> it was. Well, in the movie, one of the ghosts he helps is a little girl who was murdered by her mother. Um, and the very first scene you see her mother in, it's at the funeral or at the wake, whatever it is. Um, and her mother is in a bright red crimson dress, like a... I'm going to go out on the town. I look good dress. Attention seeking. Yes. Not dress. a, my child just died. Not a morning dress. Yeah. Um, and it turns out that she had been basically putting pine salt in her daughter's soup and forcing her to eat it. Uh, and it got to the point where she died. Um, you don't like that piney fresh taste. <laughs> Oh, she says, like, Mom, this tastes weird. And she says, oh, it's just because you're sick, honey. Don't worry about it. It's mm. terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, the little boy has to basically show the dad uh, what actually happened to his daughter. He, like, reveals that his wife is the cause of all of this. Um, That's not at all what I thought The Sixth Sense was about. Anyway. Okay, well. We can talk more about it later because it yeah. is a great movie. At the time, because I was a kid, I had no idea what this was, what it was. I didn't know it had a name. I didn't know that people actually did this. It seemed like something that was just made for a movie. And I remember watching Sixth Sense with my mom and she was furious and upset during that scene because she couldn't understand how a mother could do that to their child. And that's something that just really stuck with me is how upset my mom got at seeing that. And it's something I've never forgot. And uh, as I got older, I found out that this is a, a real thing. Um, the caregiver often, but not necessarily, suffers from Munchausen's syndrome. Munchausen's syndrome is hypochondria on steroids. This is a person who will intentionally produce systems of illnesses that they do not have, faking test results, self-harming, and requesting surgeries are often symptoms of this disorder. Psychologists say that a person with Munchausen syndrome has a need to feel cared for. Often, this comes with a distrust of medical professionals. But I'm not here to talk about Munchausen syndrome. I'm here to talk about by proxy. All right. Uh, I, I want to interject and have a question. Mm -hmm. So how do you say it? Mun, mun, how, Munchausen's. Munchausen. Hausen, Hausen, fucking, it's German. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it sounds to me like it's some, it hypochondria on steroids. What are these people doing? Are they just like a caregiver of 
let's just say an elder person. Am I going to spoil anything if I continue this question? No. Okay. No, go, go on. Is it a caregiver of an elderly person who essentially says, oh, you look, you look super thin today. You need uh, an x-ray or something. I don't know. You're you're very simplifying it. Yes. But, yeah. I, I, yeah. But yes, to okay. to an extent, yes. Uh, some of the people with the with this syndrome actually do think their child or their the person under their care is or sick, genuinely sick. Um, that is something they do think. But is, there are people with the syndrome that do not actually think the illness exists, and are mm-hmm. just doing it for attention, money. There's lots of different reasons that could be going on. But yes, it's attention I, is a hell of a drug. Uh is our ugh. look at our entire society and social media. Yep. Anyway, we've had that rant on here before. We have. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have it again. So the University of Michigan Medical Health Department says to watch for evidence of a person with Munchausen syndrome by proxy by they often seem devoted to their victim. They try too hard to get close and friendly with medical staff. They look for sympathy and attention. They need to feel powerful or in control. They usually have medical skills or experience and they do not see their behavior as harmful. But what causes MSBP? Doctors aren't sure. A lot of doctors think that it may be linked to the abuser's childhood and attention they receive from having a sick person in their care encourages their behavior. Assistance, whether financially, fiscally, etc., from goodwilled people is often taken advantage of. An MSBP will exploit vacations, money, chores, etc. from those who feel empathy to the situation. This is something that it's very hard to prove or find. So there hasn't been a whole lot of study that have been that has been able to go on to what's happening in these people's heads. Um, is it? Just related to, because what you just said, people will, they'll take advantage of people who have empathy towards a situation and take, what was it, money, chores? Money, chores, vacations. That's that's just a scumbag. Well, yes. Like it sounded more earlier, like it was more, is this the disease or is this just something, a characteristic? Because... It just sounds very different from what was being described earlier. That just sounds like some scumbag. So, yes, uh, I'm. I would argue that all of these people with this disease are most likely scumbags, whether they are in it for financial gain or not, um, just because of the harm they're imposing on someone else. Um, and uh, this assistance that they get is, in a lot of cases, a factor. But there are some cases where it is not a factor at all. They don't seek out attention or money or anything for the person they're injuring. They just do it. For personal gain? Not Who knows? They just do it because they feel like they need to. They should. It's the right thing to do. It's very, very dark and very strange. 
See, I I struggle with that because I mean I I don't know. I can see myself doing some things like if you're gonna let me take advantage of you in like uh like I'm gonna profit off of you. I'm not going to say no. Like, uh, maybe that makes me a scumbag. <laughs> but, like, if, if you're going to say, oh, hey, I'm moving. Here's a free TV. I'm not going to say no to that. But are you going to be causing it by hurting someone else? No, I wouldn't cause it, but I'm not going to. I guess I, I guess the difference is I will take advantage of someone's niceness. I won't I, cause their niceness. Uh, I I understand what you're saying. Um, that's, I wouldn't say that's anywhere near the same thing. Yeah. It, it just, the way you said it, it, like it's got me thinking about myself and I'm just like, damn, am I a scum? Like, <laughs> am I a scumbag? Am I? No. Am I? I mean, I'm a scumbag. I'll admit it. I will take <laughs> advantage of people in a heartbeat if you're you the opportunity, but not nearly as bad as you say you are, yeah, but okay. The a person with this disorder, like they are trying to manipulate, like, um, what is the company that sends kids to Disney? Um, make a wish, make a wish foundation. Oh, yeah, okay, so it's it's more like medical related, yes, it's a scumbag medic, 100%. Medical. It is okay. medically, it yeah, is that's that's 100% a medical scum, yeah, I wouldn't, scumbag, yeah, that's somebody that schemes to. Scam. I don't want to say scam people, but that's a that's somebody who like legitimately schemes to, for whatever reason, versus somebody that's just like, oh, you're not paying attention. Well, let me just cause you to think you lost twenty dollars. No, not. I don't want to say it that way. I can't think of a good example. That makes I, me sound like I steal out of people's <laughs> pockets. I don't steal out of anybody's pockets. <laughs> but like, like for uh, let's just say if. A, an acquaintance, somebody that I didn't know very well. Let's say I had a uh, cookout or something at my house and you brought a friend that I don't know very well and that friend left their wallet or left a $20 bill or something. That's mine. <laughs> okay. That's mine. I don't give a... We I don't, are I don't, different people. I don't know your friend. I'm friends with you. I'm not friends with your friend. All right. Wow. Yeah. That's I'm, intense. I, I, yeah. I will... You know, uh, like if we become friends throughout the cookout, then it's different. But if it's somebody that I like, oh, you brought this person here and I don't really care that you brought them here. They're just another stranger on this planet. So if you see someone like drop money, like on it's the mine. if they keep walking, you don't run up and say, hey, 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 hold on. I might give a shout if they don't turn around. Mine. Okay. I, not to get too off topic, but it's nice to take a break from this horrible topic. Um, at my day job, there was someone who dropped a wallet um, and it had a lot of cash in it. It had their cards, it had their ID and they were gone. And I did. I don't like, know if you guys heard that. Navy is playing a song on a guitar. <laughs> I did some serious like stalker creepy shit and found them through their siblings Facebook and I nope. sent them their wallet back. Nope. I'm taking the money and tossing the wallet. 
I mm. might keep the wallet if it's a nice wallet. Wow. Damn, yeah. Tyler, I'm, you're I'm cold. Not, I'm not a scumbag that's going to like take the credit cards and buy shit with them, but I'll take the cash out of it. I'll mail you your ID. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe. But yeah, no, I'm not. I, I have my empathy level is very low for strangers. Okay. Yes, I don't I, like. I have to have, and I think I've said this on here before. Maybe not, but for me, I need to form a relationship with a person. It can take two seconds. It could be you have mentioned. It can this, be the yeah. cashier at the grocery store. Just hey, how you doing? We've got a relationship. This person is a person. I don't want to say it that way because it sounds terrible. But like, a, I, there's strangers are dangerous. In my eyes, I don't trust strangers. And even even that person that I just said, hey, how you doing? And, you know, we had a like a shared a smile or something. That person is like 98% dangerous now. They went down okay. 2%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It takes a long time to earn my trust as somebody. And I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm wired different than most people, I think. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, don't necessarily see that this that makes you a bad person or there's anything wrong with you. I I don't I mean, I can be a scumbag and an asshole, but you know, yeah. everybody has their days. I mean, that's that's true. I, I I think at the end of the day what it boils down to is I'm going to look out for myself first and somebody else second. So, the difference between that and what someone when, with MSBP has is they are purposefully injuring another person to look out for themselves. Yes. This is scheming. Yes. This is just in a situation. If it, it whenever a situation arises, I'm going to look out for myself over someone else. Yeah. I mean, a- there's a, just as many selfish fucks out there like me. And obviously some more selfish fucks like your topic. Oh my God. We're going to get into it. So, Here are some clues that a person has MSBP. The person under their care or the care I'm going to call them the care from now on, has repeated or unusual illnesses and no reason can be found. So they're uh, constantly having seizures, but anytime there's tests run on them, they they aren't coming back with anything that states they should be having seizures. The carry doesn't get better despite treatment. Okay. We're going to prescribe you some epilepsy medicine that should make you feel better, but there is no decrease of seizures. It, everything just keeps on happening. Symptoms only occur when the caregiver is around the caree or symptoms get better when they are away from the caregiver. Caregiver goes on vacation. You don't have a seizure that entire time. Caregiver comes back. Seizures start back. You, uh, I am really struggling to wrap my brain around this. Okay. <laughs> Do you have examples later? Yes. Okay. I, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm going to wait to that because I just don't see the of doing this. Well, it is a mental disorder. I yeah, I get that and that that's ultimately what I, I keep coming back to is just like some kind of chemical imbalance in the brain. Yes, this is a mental issue. It, uh, I'm just I think my issue is 
I don't know how to say this, so I'm just gonna say it. I feel like there are my in in my pers- the way I have heard things and know what I know about things. It's like the lines are blurred between. There's a lot of overlap for mental disorders, and I'm just struggling to. I like my world to fit very nicely, and it doesn't fit. There's a lot of gray area in that. I'm struggling with that. Yes. I'm struggling to understand that. Yes, I 100%. Um, I will give uh, some like famous examples um, at the end. And if you still, if it still isn't making sense, then let me know and I can try to put it in some more layman's terms. Yeah, I think I'm struggling with just the overlap because I keep wanting to go, well, that sounds more like this. That sounds more like this. And it's... You know, it's just there's a lot of overlap with mental health and disorders. and Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we're getting a little too hair splitting with them, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. I need to, I need to hear some examples first. Okay. Uh, la, 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 la. There is no other caregiver involved in the care ease treatment. Um, so it is just one person that controls the medicine or one person that takes them to their doctor's appointments and blah, 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 blah. The caregiver, or the, a caregiver suddenly switches doctors and lies about prior testing and treatment. Normal test results don't reassure the giver. The caregiver is strangely calm or happy when a care E is worsening. And a previous carry of the giver has had an unexplained illness or an unexplained death. What should you do if you expect someone you know has MSBP? First things first, keep a journal of the carry's symptoms and any relevant events that happen. If you think your neighbor is causing their kid to be sick, Write down everything. Write down what you see, when you're seeing it, what's happening, and keep a really detailed list. Talk also with your personal doctor about your concerns. They have more medical knowledge than you do, and they might be able to kind of help point you in the right direction. And most importantly, report concerns to your local authorities. You can do so anonymously. As you'll see later on when I go into my examples, this can be a life or death situation. Report any concerns. Authorities would rather, re- would rather investigate a false lead than miss a case that could have been helped. So is there a cure for this or a treatment even? Therapy. Lots and lots of therapy, and typically the care needs to be removed from the carer's custody. Uh, this is very, very frequently a mother and a child, and in most cases, the child should not live with their mother anymore. There is no known cure at the moment. Determining exact statistics of this disorder is extremely difficult because of all the dishonesty and trickery involved. Also, many victims are unable to verbalize their abuse and often cases are missed. 
It is estimated that 10% of victims will die due to their caregivers. Munchausen syndrome by proxy was first documented in 1977 by Roy Meadow, a professor, a professor, <laughs> a professor of pediatrics. It was named after Baron von Munchausen, a fictional nobleman created by Rudolf Erich Raspian. Rasp, nope. A fictional nobleman created by Rudolf Erich Rasp. I think that's right. It's German. Uh, in his 1785 book, <laughs> Baron Munchausen's narrative of his marvelous travels and campaigns in Russia. Sounds like a fallout boy song. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, the character was known for his wild, tall tales uh, of his achievements, such as fighting a 40 foot crocodile like Godzilla. I misheard that in my head. <laughs> what did you hear? I heard crawfish. A 40-foot crawfish. I mean, to be fair, he definitely would have claimed to fight a 40-foot oh, crawfish. Man. Um, but no, crocodile. I am not in my right mind. I don't think I am either. It's okay. We'll go down with this ship together. Uh, going to the moon. Remember, this was published in uh, 1785. So going to the moon was not something that was at all possible or even fathomable. Crazy. Uh, riding a cannonball. Fixing his horse with a tree branch after his horse was cut in half. Getting a wolf to pull his sleigh and carrying a carriage on his shoulder. And so much more. So... Yeah, that is where Munchausen's name comes from. Um, I don't really have anything to say to that. I mean, that's that's fair. I, I, yeah. So now we're getting into my examples. Okay. I wrote down what, I don't want to say top five, because it's not a top thing. It's the five most Notorious, Notorious. most well-known. I, I think I have one in my head already. Probably. It's... I think. We'll see. We'll see. So, number one, Mary Beth Tinning. From 1967 to 1985, Mary Beth gave birth to eight children. None lived past four years old. Over the years... She brought her children to the ER, claiming seizures, cardiac arrest, and SIDS. The community thought the family had a death gene. However, when in 1981 her adoptive son Michael died, the assumption of genetic problems was discarded. Her last daughter and final victim was born August 22, 1985. On December 20th, the infant died of suffocation. Social services and police came to her house that day and took her into custody. She was convicted of second-degree murder in 1987 and sentenced 20 years to life. She was paroled on August 21st, 2018 at 76 years old and is out and about living her life today. And Mary Beth Tinning, if you're listening to the podcast, 
fuck you and fuck your parole board. Well, I was actually going to ask a question. I was not, I decided not to ask it, but since you phrased it that way, <laughs> um, what's, what is the difference between first and second degree? First is planned. Second is an act of passion, so to speak. I don't know. I think so. I think it is, which if that's the case, I mean, I'm not saying that she's right to be let out or anything, but I understand why the punishment wasn't life in prison or death if she was only charged with second degree. She killed nine children. Well, (laughs) unfortunately, in the American legal system, you have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, and it sounds like they could only prove one. They were only able to prove one, yes. Yep, She's still so. a scumbag, and I still... I I understand. Her husband stuck with her the entire time. Now, that That's like, is a guy that you can say, Jesus. fuck off. She must have been really good in bed. She is not pretty looking. You can Google her. I don't know what in the hell she had going for her, but... Mm. Uh, maybe she was that good in bed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> even, more, even more to that theory if she wasn't attractive. Ugh, man. Number two, Lacey Spears, a mommy blogger with thousands of followers. Spears gave birth to Garnet Spears on December 3rd, 2008. She chronicled Garnet's medical journey for thousands of people over five years. He was repeatedly hospitalized and suffered several unneeded procedures. He died of swelling in the brain on January 23rd, 2014, caused by sodium poisoning. Detectives were immediately sent to Spears' home where they found she'd been injecting life-threatening doses of table salt through a feeding tube. Lacey had asked a neighbor to go dispose of Garnet's feeding bag, which was filled with the equivalent of 69 Packets of salt. On April 8th, 2015, Lacey was charged with second degree murder and first degree manslaughter and sentenced to 25 years. Well, I just want everybody to know I only put 68 packets of salt on my steak. (laughs) So I'm good. Not funny. Horrible. I gotta have some comic relief <laughs> I mean, in this that's, episode. That's true. This is rough. I regret doing this. And damn it, Houston was right. He's like, you shouldn't do that topic. And I was like, no, it'll be interesting. I'm glad you said it. Oh, just kidding. This was a horrible <laughs> idea. Eh, you know, live and learn. Yep. Not gonna do- I didn't know about it. I'm, I'm <sighs> learning about it now. It's horrible. Not gonna ever do something like this again. That's fine. Number three, Debbie Nelson Mathers, the mother of Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem. Not who I expected. That's the one you thought I might know. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm, oh. um, I'm floored. I didn't make this connection until I was doing this research either. But over the years, Eminem has spoken of his mother's syndrome. Often she'd take him to hospitals for illnesses he didn't have. His song, Cleaning Out the Clock, Cleaning Out My Closet Mm -hmm. has a verse about his mother, Mm -hmm. quote, going through public housing systems, victim of Munchausen syndrome. My whole life I was made to believe I was sick when I wasn't till I grew up and blew up. 
Eminem received custody of his little brother, Nathan, because of their mother's MSBP. Now, number four is one you might know of, and number five is one you might know of. So they could be either one. Okay. Number four is Beverly Allitt, a.k.a. the Angel of Death. Over the span of just 59 days in 1991, the Angel of Death injured 13 children, resulting in the death of four of them. Beverly Allitt was a nurse in Lincolnshire, England. The children under her care in 1991 at Grantham and Kesteven Hospital did not get better under her care, not even close. Her first victim was seven-month-old Liam Taylor in the hospital with a chest infection. She convinced his parents to go home and rest, but not long after they left, Liam suffered cardiac arrest and ended up passing away. 11-year-old Timothy Hardwick was her second murder, a kid with cerebral palsy admitted for epileptic, epileptic seizures. Her third death was two-month-old Becky Phillips, admitted to the hospital for gastroenteritis. She died at home two days after leaving the hospital and was originally ruled a case of SIDS, but was discovered that it was because Alet overdosed her on insulin. The final murder victim was 15-month-old Claire Peck. She was admitted with an asthma attack, but after being left alone with Alet, suffered car- cardiac arrest. Staff resuscitated her, but shortly after, after being left alone with Alet again, she had another episode of cardiac arrest, and this time could not be revived. Nine other children nearly died in her care, and some were injured for life. All of this occurred between February to April. The hospital said what in the actual fuck to all these kids having horrible shit happening to them while their nurse was on duty and decided to run an investigation. They found that she had been poisoning her patients. Beverly Allett received 13 life sentences for her crimes, four counts of murder, five attempted murder, and six counts of grievous bodily harm. She'll be eligible for release in 2023, but hopefully she will not get released. So, was the angel of death one you knew? No. no. Okay. This last one is the one then I'm going to assume you know. If you don't know it, then... I don't, I don't think the one I was thinking of is going to fall into this. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I think the closest one I would have known was Eminem. Eminem's mom. Oh. Interesting. Okay. I like Eminem. I mean, I do too. Yeah. Makes sense. Number five, Dee Dee Blanchard. Nope. Okay. Blanchard is the most notorious recent case of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Her murder, perpetrated by daughter Gypsy Rose and Gypsy's boyfriend, has been the case of numerous documentaries, podcasts, and television programs including many dramatized movies and series. Both Hulu and Netflix have drama series inspired by Gypsy Rose and her mother, and Lifetime released a movie based on their story in 2019. This case is bananas. And because of that, Dee Dee became the face of MSBP. 
we could spend literal hours on this case alone. And in fact, several podcasts have. But this episode isn't a deep dive into Dee Dee. If you are really more interested in learning a lot more about her case and all the psychoness that went into it, there is an HBO documentary called Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. I highly recommend you check it out. But D.G. Blanchard claimed her daughter, Gypsy, was full of chronic illnesses and conditions, including leukemia, asthma, muscular dystrophy, brain damage, and more. Gypsy said she suffered mental and physical abuse from her mother on top of being forced and controlled to act ill and wheelchair-bound. So when Gypsy began secretly to date a boy she met online, they began to plot her freedom. It was decided that her best shot at freedom was the death of her mother. On June 14th, 2015, Dee Dee Blanchard's body was found in her bedroom in a pool of blood. She had been stabbed 17 times. An expert on MSBP, Dr. Mark Feldman, has stated that this is the first case he'd ever seen of an abused child killing an abusive parent. Gypsy and her boyfriend were caught and tried. The boyfriend was charged with first degree and sentenced to life without parole. Gypsy was charged with second degree and sentenced to only 10 years and will be up for parole in 2024. Well, back to our conversation on first versus second degree. That's interesting that they didn't get the same charge. So the boyfriend did the actual killing. He did the stabbing. Apparently, Gypsy Rose hid in the bathroom the entire time and wasn't involved with the actual death. Okay. Well, I guess that makes sense. Yep. This case is complicated, and I don't know how to feel about Gypsy Rose. Ah, It's just yikes. There is so much yikes to this. Would there have been a better way for her to get out? Yeah, probably. Her mother probably didn't have to die, but at the same time, like, when you're abused for years years and years of your life, like, maybe you do only see your escape being killing your abuser. I don't know. It's... Yeah, that's... uh, It's rough. That's not something I can comment on effectively. Yeah, I feel you. I've not been in that situation, and nor do I intend to be. Uh, so said again, saying it again, um, take care, care of yourself, take care of others. If you suspect anything, report it. And, um, I'm sorry for this shit show of a topic. That's uh, okay. I, <laughs> I still hold the title for the worst episode. The, my, the, the NASCAR episode was rough. I don't No, This one, I think no, this might I be didn't worse. even have notes. I I tried to do it all off memory. It was terrible. Anyway, we're going to move on now. Trivia with Tyler. This is at least something I know I can get right. (laughs) All right. We got a good little nugget today. And uh, for all those that, uh, you know, we call these Tyler Nuggets. Well, 
I got a bidet to wash away real Tyler nuggets <laughs> this week. God, so if you're a bidet company and you want to sponsor us, come on. I'm looking at you, Tushy and other bidet companies. I'm not saying which, which one I got or didn't get. We got whatever one sponsor is sponsoring us. us. Yes, so, you know, <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I just blew a kiss to the bidet companies. Okay. All right. Um, I have a feeling I shouldn't have any liquid in my mouth for this. No, no, it's completely unrelated. To <laughs> okay, bidets. okay. Yeah, oh, no, all right. Fine. Um, Robert Hansen was an FBI agent who was tasked to find a mole within the FBI after the FBI's moles in the KGB were caught. Robert Hansen was, was the, the mole, mole? <laughs> and had been working with the KGB since 1979. Damn. Got tasked to catch himself. Damn. That means he was good at his fucking job. Apparently. Mail time. Guess what? We don't have mail. Thanks, guys. I don't know which button to hit right now. Final thoughts. There we go. It took me a minute. I had to look at my uh, layout here. Uh, this whiskey, like this topic, has been not good. Oh, damn. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I'm just saying. Oh, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Huh. This uh, has been rough. Well, I see that Megan has obviously Megan's presenting, so she hasn't had as much time to drink as I have. So take her opinion right excuse me, right now with a grain of salt. I saved just a little bit to get one last opinion. All right. I mean, this is just there's nothing special about this whiskey. Nothing at all. It's not gross but it's not good it's nothing i would ever buy again it's nothing i really care to mix it's nothing i care to drink this is just like at least with whiskey yeah at least with like the bad whiskeys we've had in the past they're so bad we could like talk about how bad they were this is just this is bad meh. because it's bland yeah there's it's, nothing it's to this whiskey. like oh it's like a just white piece of paper. It's a yawn. <laughs> I, I don't know why that was so funny. God, it's a yawn. I, I don't know. Yawns are good. I enjoy a yawn. That's why it was funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, any, anyway, <laughs> um, it's just like a white piece of paper. It's bland. It's, a, it's like a runny vanilla milkshake. It's, you know, it's, <clears throat> I would mix this. That's about all I would do with this. Um, yep. I yeah. would mix it just to get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yep. Yep. That's, I'm, I would never grab this just to drink straight. Sinister, um, uh, sinister whiskey, South Mountain Distilling. I would love to try your moonshine. I, I would recommend if you're well i mean hell i've never made whiskey so what the hell do i know but i would try aging longer 
something. I think, yeah, I. We're no experts, but no, but I I noticed immediately oh. that that color was very light, and I just felt like with it being called that, plus it being called American Corn Whiskey, just threw me for. You know, in fairness, it could have not been fifty-one percent corn. It could have been. You know, it could have been fifty percent corn. So I I don't know why, but. Oh shit! Sorry, I just, <laughs> I just smacked my uh, cook Mike Boom here. Um, yeah, I would mix this. I, it's not the worst whiskey we've had on here. I will say that it's not average. Uh, like I said, it's bland. The it reason is the, the most boring whiskey we've had on the show. Yeah, it is, and I've, I'm, I'm. If I had to go based off of. Just average whiskey being a five, this would be a five. But because it's so bland, because of the way we review whiskeys on this program, bland whiskeys tend to get knocked down a little bit. This is a two. Like, like it being bland does not help it. So no. uh, especially with the spice, the spice for me, depending on how I swallowed it, it was either overpowering or just right. It it just depends. So I'm a little more generous than Megan. I'm going to go with uh, four. But it is, yeah, this is something nope. that will come out when guests come over. Yep. <laughs> you fuckers drink this. <laughs> I told you, me versus somebody else, I'm going to drink the good shit. You can drink the piss poor shit. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say piss. Not as good. Shit. I'm not going to tag them in in this uh, Instagram post. <laughs> God dang. <laughs> like, hee haw, hee haw. Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, I mean, either one of those work. work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm being a bit of an ass, but I am so disappointed. The bottle is so cool. The name is so cool. The whiskey fucking sucks. This is a two. And the only reason it's not a one is because it's not as gross as some of the whiskeys we've had. I thought you were going to say it's because it's not screwball. <laughs> That's what I thought was about to come out of your mouth. Um, yeah. Did I rate screwball a one? Did I, we both? I think we rated it zero, didn't I we? I think we might have gone zero. I can check real quick. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is a two simply because it doesn't make me gag. Um, that is all this has going for it is it doesn't taste gross, but really it doesn't taste like anything. So... Not I, good job. I just realized something. Uh-oh. I have not been updating the uh, website with our whiskeys we've tried. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm sorry. It was last week and this week that I didn't do. Uh, screwball, you rated a one. Okay. I rated it a five. I want to amend that. that was a, <laughs> I'm going to go back and say that was a two. I'll give it a two. Oh, shit. I clipped 100%. Oh, you clipped earlier, too. Actually, you clipped worse earlier. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, good job. Um, yeah, uh, so I guess yeah. on that note, uh, email us, please. For, for the love of God, God, email us. Um, uh, uh, friend, brother, John, the... Shit, you're the fifth. Yeah, because she calls you Johnny Cinco. Uh, you said you were going to email. You didn't email. Um, Papa Manning, I know you're out there. I talked to you on the phone, too, which is weird, but we were on the way back from a trip. Um you said you were going to email too, so I'm throwing out personal, personal attacks here. Mama Leona, we haven't had an email since we said we weren't going to stop saying fuck. 
<laughs> Quite frankly, I picked up on that. Uh, oh, but Megan, Megan talked about you. So somebody email us, please. Please. Dad, send embarrassing stories. Mom, send embarrassing stories. Can we please have something to read on this stupid podcast no, that I love? Yeah, I love not, the podcast. Not stupid podcast. No. On Wonderful our podcast. Podcast. Stupid topic, stupid whiskey. Um, Put me in a bad mood. Well, all right. So I am going to... We are a smidge shorter than normal. We're about 10 minutes shorter than normal. Oh, that's all? Yeah. Um, so we're going to take just a little bit. If you want to uh, check out, if you like the wonder part and the... Um, we're getting off the cuff here, so there's going to be a lot of ums. If you like the wonder part and the whiskey part and you want to check out now, feel free to do so. Don't drink and drive. Cheers. All right, there you go. We're going to uh, chat a little bit about baseball now. Baseball oh. season's in full swing. and Okay, I can talk about baseball, not this shit anymore. Yes. Um, Your topic so. has got to be better next week. Like, I am so disappointed in myself. This was uh, the worst I've done. I've had a topic in mind for a long time that I've wanted to do that I have not had the time to do it justice. So hopefully this week I can make the time and do it justice. I believe in you, Tyler. I need an assistant. Anybody want to apply to be my assistant? I can pay you in shitty whiskey bottles. <laughs> I can literally give you the bottles that we rate don't like everything. <laughs> no, no. I will give you everything. The average rating is five or less. I will give you every bottle. I will pay you in whiskey. Now, in fairness, it is going to be open and there will be two fingers gone. I will give you every bottle that average rating is five or lower if you'll be my assistant and do some of the research. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) How about we get some sponsors and let this be our full-time career? Ah, yeah, I know. Um, It's the goal, the dream. Anyway, the Braves uh, won by 19 points. The other uh, 19 runs, not points. It's not (laughs) basketball. They won by 19 runs the other night. Uh, They've been... Sucking a big wang until uh, they played the Pirates, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. But they took three out of four this weekend from them. So yeah. I'm I'm happy to say that I have been able to step up my baseball watching the past few weeks by neglecting other aspects <laughs> of my life. Priorities, right? <laughs> I know where mine will lie. Baseball. Um. I mean, that's fair. I love baseball. I haven't been able to sit down and watch any games because any time a game is on, uh, it's times that I'm doing my J-job. So, uh, but I do J-job. get... What? You said your J-job. Did I say J-job? I meant day job. I did not say J. I said you day. Did. We'll check the tape after this is over. I said day job. Um, I have not. Yeah. So I, my day job has made it very hard to watch baseball, but I do get... um. ESPN live reports. No, 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 no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and the Rockies uh, won today. We won four three. Um, it looks like it. From what I could tell in my live score, we went into an extra inning. Um, using the new rules, it looks like for extra innings, uh, Rockies pull it out and beat whoever it was we were playing. All I care about is Rockies. I don't even know who we're against. Giants. Mm, Diamondbacks. I hate the new extra inning rules, but what you gonna do? I mean, it makes the game short, or the yeah, the game shorter. 
Best game I ever went to in 18 innings. No, I'm sorry, I went 16 innings. Fuck that extra goddamn <laughs> base runner bullshit. I want my money. I got to see almost two full games for the price of one. I agree. Some of the best games I've been to have gone into multiple yeah. extra innings. Those are the games where it's, those are the fun games where it's tense. it's on. You're Everybody on edge, guessed. and yep. everyone's standing up and cheering, and it's crazy. Yeah, so. I agree. Going to a live game, I want the the extra innings rule to be gone. Sitting at home, yeah, you do what you want. But when I'm there, you take that rule away. I want the rule gone. I will stay up all fucking night watching baseball. I just told you I'm shunning things, uh, other other aspects of my life, mainly friendships. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Shit. I, I am. I mean, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. like, but you want to get real for a minute? Let's get real. I went through a really bad a bad breakup. Twice from the same girl. We got back together one time in there. Both times, my coping mechanism was baseball. And so it became, that's what I do. That is what I enjoy doing. That's how I coped. And that's how I cope with life. And I respect that. I get that. That's the fact that you've been replying to my text messages and stuff. And you're sitting here doing the podcast makes me feel special. Yeah. It's very well. The Braves played this afternoon. Uh, no, I, I have actually, I, I miss Braves games for the podcast, but, uh, yeah, no, that was my coping mechanism and it legitimately, like, it's not that I'm trying to push people away. Sometimes I just like, I might've had a bad day and that's how I cope. I want to come home. I don't like people as you can probably tell by my earlier sentiment of I'm going to look out for myself first. And there's a difference between a stranger and a person, so to speak. That sounds terrible when I it's like I associate strangers as animals, but yeah, I mean, I I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, so I don't trust people either. Yeah, I point being, uh, you know, I'm just I'm I like being alone. I like I'm a loner. I'm always have been for the most part, and I have my friends, but at the same time, I don't like I still want my alone time. And yeah. So that introvert life. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I and get it's, it. it's been lately, I've been just like, I was able to get MLB TV here. And uh, I don't know how much I can say, but I was, let's just suffice to say, I was able to get the Braves on MLB TV and leave it at that. Um, mm-hmm. Which is stupid because I'm trying to pay for a service yet. They want to tell me I can't watch my team on this service. Anyway, whatever. If you don't want my money, fine. <laughs> I'll raise a Jolly Roger if it comes to it. But anyway, um, yeah. So I've just defaulted back into that like every night. That's my routine. Watch the Braves. Tomorrow, I'm having surgery. I'm going to be stuck at the house all day. High as a kite. Braves, don't play. Oh. I'll watch the game from Saturday. That's what I did today. I watched the game from Friday where they scored uh, 20 runs. And then I watched Saturday's game. And then I watched half of today's game while I was cooking. I smoked some barbecue and some pork belly. It's all good. I I want you to know. It's all good. I had four pieces of that pork belly. Out of all that I made, well, which wasn't a lot. Holy shit, did I have more pieces than you? Yeah. <gasps> Tyler! Yeah, you had more than I did. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. 
Oh, you see, you are a better person than you think you are. To my friends, to my people, yes. I can't believe, I would not have eaten all that pork belly had I known you only got four pieces. That's why I didn't say anything until now. Oh, Tyler. It's fine. Um, I like to cook for people. I like to make them happy. Well, it was delicious. My belly is full, and it was fantastic. So thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to do another one next Saturday. Save me some leftovers for Sunday. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I'm going to see if I can find some more. I only have a very small amount left, and I oh, have, that's I have fair. to take it somewhere. Oh, that's fair. I get that. So, but anyway, um, yeah, so we just kind of were all over the place. We were supposed to talk baseball there, but you know, <laughs> trying to fill two minutes. I mean, the episode's somewhat consistent. Kind of, sure. So. We don't have Mandalorian to talk about anymore, so. No, and I got rid of my Disney Plus. Mm. I mean, I get it. If there's no Mandalorian, why have it? Clone Wars. Uh, well, I was thinking Jolly Roger, but, you know. Oh, yeah, I could do that, too, but I'm just, I, just, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I switched. I got HBO Max instead. There's like 17 or 18 shows on there that I would much rather watch than Mandalorian or Clone Wars. Fair. So. I have both. So. Must be nice. <laughs> that um, fancy promotion. I know. Making money. Yeah. Uh, kind of. All right. Well. Well, guys. We have we have filled our 10 minutes of dead air. With, all right. With words. So. I am so sorry for this week. I am so disappointed in myself in this topic. And I should have. Relax. Relax. I should have just, as soon as I got halfway through my research and I realized it was going to suck, I should have just said, fuck it and thrown it away and done something different. Relax. Mm. It, you said the same thing to me. Okay. It, might have, it might have been off air, but relax. Okay. When I did the fucking Raymond Parks one, it sucked. You're feeling exactly the way I felt when it was over. It's fine. Okay. Shit happens. We'll move on. It'll be our worst or second worst rated. We'll we'll have a competition to see who's <laughs> is worse. I got I got I get a slight. Uh, well, I guess you get a slight advantage because we're, we're looking at the least <laughs> amount of views. Anyway, on that uh, note, we're gonna get out of here. Yep. That's uh, going to be us for this week. Uh, if this is your first time listening to Whiskey and Wonder. Don't listen to previous listen episodes. Listen to previous episodes. E- We're Except the Raymond Parks episode. Don't <laughs> don't listen to that one. That one sucked too. Don't listen to really Dag Hammarskjöld either unless you like drunk people. Um, Mainly drunk me. <laughs> that one's one of our most popular ones. Though. It really people is. People do like drunk me. And it, it was. <laughs> in fairness, on Sundays, especially the Sundays when I barbecue, when I smoke meat or spend all day cooking basically it takes everything i have not to get wasted by the time like i would i cracked my i before i realized i shouldn't be drinking today i cracked my first beer at like 11 o'clock this morning god and i was just gonna keep on going all day (laughs) wait by the time i got here it would have gotten I got here. It's my house. But by the time I w- we would have sat down to do this, I would have been gone. I don't know. Maybe this would have been an epi- better episode if you've been wasted. I, I don't know. know. We'll never know. We'll never know. And I'll never do an episode like this again. Well, live and learn. Uh, yeah. So go listen to some of our other episodes. Uh, Ag- Agatha Christie is very popular. Um, so is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is another great one. I think the best episode I've ever done has was last episode I did, which was uh, Frank Abagnale Jr. So go listen that to that one. That was a great one. That was awesome. Yeah, um, I think the best one I've done was um, probably Bitcoin. 
I do. The Bitcoin one was so informative. Yeah. I I learned so much from that. Yeah, same here. So. All right. Well, uh, sorry. We love you guys. I'm glad you're still with us. Send um, us an email. Send us to me. Yep. Yep. Whatever Tyler just said that I can't speak. <gasps> <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for sticking around. We love you. Thank you so much. Don't drink and drive. Cheers. Doing my jade job.